Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Future Podcast. My name is Ine Budodong, the host, and I have with me Uchi. Hi Uchi. Hi Inem, how are you? I am, <laughs> we thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So a lot has been happening, except you're hiding under a rock, and even if you're hiding under a rock, <laughs> you still know a lot has been happening in Nigeria lately in the past two weeks. But then it just extended, just rapidly got worse this week from Tuesday. Actually, it started to get bad last week when, you know, three lives were lost during the protest. But then on Tuesday, it just went really bad. It went to a whole other level. Yeah. And a lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people were injured. People are still at the hospital. And then yesterday, it just continued. You know, the chaos and the disaster and the destruction just continued. And whew, how have you been dealing with it? How what where has your mind been? What have you been doing? Um. So I think I'll like to recap some of how i found out about what happened on tuesday so i spent the whole of last week i think from saturday through to sunday um just a lot of prayer i was hosting like a seven day prayer stretch i didn't know how long it was going to last ended up being for seven days ended on friday i thought i would take the weekend off but saturday i went to church Sunday, I went for what I thought would be like a really chill <laughs> worship <laughs> session. Turns out, turned out to be a very intense worship and prayer walk. Um, and by the end of Sunday night, when I got home, eventually, I was spent. And I was just like, you know, I'm taking the whole of next week off. I'm just going to focus on my schoolwork that I have to do. You know, I'm going to you know retreat and spend time with god yeah. and just focus on what i have to do so it's just like that that is that was where my mind was so i i took a lot of breaks um, from saturday and sunday i took a lot of breaks from what was happening online and i continued that i carried that same energy into monday and then on tuesday i spent i would say not so much time online I spent the whole of Tuesday cooking, which is very strange for me because I'm not someone who particularly enjoys cooking, but a lot has happened in 2020. So I found myself cooking as a form of therapy and distressing the whole day. It was so weird for me. But anyway, I got a call from a friend around eight o'clock and she was crying seriously. And I'm like, babe, what's going on? she's like how don't you know what's been happening and i was so shocked at the same time as um i was on the phone with her my mom came in and also started to talk about everything that was going on so i was in shock i got off the phone i got on instagram and i just started to cry i started to cry there was so much despair in those moments i felt so angry i felt so broken hearted mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that this was my country yeah. you know I, I mean you read about things happening in 
you know maybe in the past in nigeria or in other countries you know you read about all kinds of occurrences in many different parts of the world and somehow it feels far away you know but we actually watched people die on instagram live it is it is i don't even know how to comprehend exactly how all of that felt processing that you know i I don't want to go into details because i'm not trying to remind anybody of the trauma of those events i mean we most of us lived through it in real time and that is one of both the the blessings and the drawbacks of social media in that you consume everything in real time yeah. um, so we were experiencing a lot of this trauma firsthand in real time um, after that um, I think Tuesday night I felt the need to start the, the prayer watch thing again mind I've also been part of a 24-7 prayer watch that I would um, encourage anyone to please plug into it's called yeah, trinity partners put, it's on free yeah we'll put the link in the um thing in the, yeah, yeah thank you okay it's coordinated by my friend simi oladini um and you can check out her instagram page she has information on it but um i've also been committed to that so i did the, the 10 p.m one and then went into that so if you if you know how I usually sound, you see that my voice is a bit hoarse right now because of all that's been happening. But honestly, how I've been coping with it is a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer and trying as much as possible to not focus on the news and everything that's going on. Some will yeah. say that you should you should not look away, you have to stay informed. Yeah. However, I think wisdom is profitable to direct mm-hmm. watching people die it has both spiritual psychological physical effects like literally on your physical body yeah there is an effect it's very it, it almost feels like you you and i i don't mean this in a, in a way to belittle um anyone that lost their lives or or the experience of people there but it almost feels as if you lived it with them so there's a strain on your body as well you know of course we honor every single person that's been on stream we want to ensure that they're they're you know doing well and god bless every single person that's been part of the response um the response efforts getting people to the hospital ensuring they're getting enough care protecting them even from the alleged reports of violence being meted out on them while at the hospitals you know and the threats to their lives and all of all of what we saw playing out yesterday and today but i think it's impossible is important sorry for us to really retreat at some point even if it's just for two hours to retreat recenter yourself and sit down with god and ask god to heal you because there's a lot of pain right now and a lot of that has been channeled into anger frustration offense but if we are children of god that we a lot of us claim to be we have to know that there's a kingdom way to mourn yeah and then there's an unkingdom way to to mourn yeah. i know that's not proper english yeah but well, kingdom, we get it. Mourn. <laughs> you hear like in in the kingdom we don't mourn like people who don't have hope have hope yeah more knowing that 
this thing is not a physical battle it's a spiritual battle with physical consequences unfortunately our brothers and sisters were killed in cold blood there is a physical consequence for that as well as a spiritual consequence what we owe it to them is to be spiritually sound we can't be on the streets right now due to the curfew and I, i please i encourage people to obey the laws even jesus told us to obey the laws you know as much as possible let us ensure that we are applying wisdom lest the the perpetrators try and paint it as though we are the ones that are wrecking havoc mm-hmm. upon the land mm-hmm. so let's let's ensure that we're staying safe we're staying calm we're re-strategizing and most importantly we're receiving direction from god it is hard to receive direction from god when you are constantly staying in the cycle of pain and you know because we are amplifying the voices of they who are on the front lines and those who have unfortunately lost their voices we are rehashing the pain constantly 24/7 we are remembering what is happening <sighs> yeah we are staying in a place of pain and hurt it is not healthy for anyone to keep doing that so i just want to encourage you please as much as is possible get offline that is actually my biggest bit of advice get offline and get before god the good thing about god is he he doesn't say that it is only when you pray an eloquent prayer <laughs> with all the colloquies and all the euphemisms yeah. and all the isms and all the idioms that he answers no He says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man makes much power available. And without all the plenty grammar what that really means is your heartfelt prayer. The honest prayers that come from the depth of your being that is what touches the heart of God and it makes much power available. The Holy and Spirit even, says that yeah. No, sorry, no, sorry you're going to say No, go on, go on, go. On. Just, the, the the in Romans 8 it says that We know not how to pray as we ought, but the mm. spirit proceeds for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That's exactly yes. what I'm going to talk about. So even if you can't pray, exactly cry. Yeah. Cry. That's legit. Yeah, I was on on Tuesday night because mm. I I saw the thing. I went online and then I, I was people said you know directing people to instagram to yeah um, dj switches live video live video my heart just broke <laughs> and i just stay crying and, and praying and crying and praying and i was just hurt so much like physically hurt it hurts like i was there like At that point I was just like okay I need to go. He said you can't dwell there. You can't you can't stay there because when you're there you you keep you get broken. You, you it feels like yeah. there is no hope. There is no point. And then yeah. Something else that happens in that like I was I tweeted about this today. Something else that happens when you're there when you allow yourself to stay there is if you are not careful you tend to turn to other things for relief. You turn yes. to alcohol, you turn to to smoking, you turn to drugs, you turn to sex, you turn to 
anything to just numb the pain and as Christians, yeah. that's not how we're supposed to deal with it so exactly so on tuesday i just at, tuesday I had to, at some point i just had to disconnect because it, it was really getting to me and i was just mm-hmm. like and then it got to the point where i couldn't even pray anymore because I can't. Like, how? You watch these things in movies. You read about it and you watch things in movies and you see it in movies, but seeing it in movies is different because you can't detach yourself from it because it's not happening. You can empathize because you're a human being and you have emotions, Mm -hmm. but you can also, you have the luxury of being detached from it because it's a movie and you can shut it off when when you are done with it. But now this is happening yeah. in Nigeria. Not just Nigeria, it's happening in Lagos. It's happening yep. a bus away from me. <laughs> like, Honest. it's... I can't... You know, this is my reality. This is people's realities. And that was just this shocking thing. Like, okay, I'm in a country where instead of doing the right thing, the people in charge would rather take people's lives. Would rather... <sighs> that just broke my heart. Because how did we get here? And then you think, okay, you know, the sorrow lasts through the night. You know, the morning will come with joy. Mm-hmm. Wednesday comes and it's more, just more and more and more heartbreak, more and more bad yeah. news, more and more deaths and hurts. And I just like, God, I, I thought to wake up to good news. I thought to wake up to, okay, it's not, some people recover their, not everybody lost their lives last night. You know, I thought we'll wake up to good news and then it's just still, yesterday i was just going offline because i couldn't i had to i had to fought it was it was almost like i forced myself to remind myself like how do i even put this yes things are bad but in them you have to but you have to be reminded of who you are and who it's almost it's almost like you, you have to force your force yourself out of it and be like okay, yes, things are bad, but I'm going to keep my focus on going. It, it, and I know that to yeah. someone that hasn't gotten there, it might seem like, oh, you're being insensitive to the pain of other mm-hmm. people. No. It's just, I know that I have a father. More importantly, I know that this is his business. And mm-hmm. these are his children too. So, trust mm-hmm. me, yep. I hurt is nothing compared to the way God hurts that his children are losing their lives. So yeah, doing that, and I'm saying this, I, you get it, but I'm saying this to someone that might be listening to this and be like, "Oh, oh, you are just, you know, putting your keeping your head in the clouds." Trust me, mm. we are not. Like, if you know God, if you know Abba, if you know His heart, trust me, He's not, He's not just in heaven crossing fingers like, "Oh yeah, let them go down." No, trust me, He's hurting too because. Yeah. No good father is sitting down and just being like, oh yeah, I can't be bothered. No, he's bothered too. And so, yeah. But not not just um, not just that. Also, reminding myself that God is never taken unawares. He's never mm-hmm. surprised. Like none of this is yeah. catching him unawares. And there is a reason why there's been moments of serious prayer and serious wrestling in the spirit before now. So mm-hmm. those things just to a place of it, it, it was crazy because I think two people called me yesterday and then I was chatting with some other people and you you, you speak to two kinds of believers. You speak to the ones mm-hmm. where they're just, just done. They're like someone was even telling me how he someone said he regretted you know being a vocal Christian, like she's done. 
with with that and so people are just too broken mm. to even because it's almost like if there is god why is he not doing anything and it, it's always interesting to me how when life is great <laughs> seemingly great seemingly oh. you know, nobody oh. focuses on god everybody is doing their thing and they went thing oh. everybody just goes this is why there is no god because if there is god then and if god is so good then why would he let this happen but we forget that we have free will oh. and someone can you know has the will to take um free will to take a gun and shoot someone else does this mean yeah. that god doesn't exist it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. so but yeah so to this last one set of christians and then this other set which thankfully is where i belong is yes there is so much pain and sadness and destruction and chaos but there is this somehow and i can i can't even attribute it to myself or to being that good of a christian because i'm not i can only attribute it to the holy spirit because the bible talks mm-hmm. about a peace that's beyond all, all all understanding it's only god and the holy spirit that can give you that this is <laughs> it's not me and so that's you know group of christians um those group of christians even in the midst of the pain you still hold on to you still somehow it makes no sense logically have this unshakable confidence and assurance that okay there is good and because there is good something good is going to come out of this but i'm also like it still hurts that people have to lose their lives like this okay so in case you haven't um, figured it out beyond the pain and beyond the um messed upness (laughs) also not a word of it all this episode is basically or mostly talking about having faith in God in spite of it all. And if there was ever a time for it, yeah. this is the time. And so, how can one have faith? How can one hold on to their hope in when you're seeing lives, people losing their lives literally before you on social media? I think I've seen the most dead bodies. This is the second time I've seen this many dead bodies. Um in my life mm. so yeah how can one hold on to hmm. this time well so i want to say something particularly to those people who are feeling like where is god in the midst of all this so i'm going to be um speaking some bible verses and some bible generally and i pray the holy spirit will give me mm-hmm. utterance so one of the things that Jesus gave us as a guarantee in life as his followers is that we will have mm-hmm. trouble. Jesus could have chose to tell us that, oh, in this life you will have lots of joy, but a sprinkle of, you know, bad things will yeah. happen. No, he said in this world you will have trouble. He didn't say you might have or you mm-hmm. may have. He said you will have mm-hmm. trouble. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And it's not just once that he says these types of sentiments. He says it in different ways at different times. There's a time where he says, I promise you that nobody who loses wife, husband, child, house, property, children for my sake will not gain it back that much more in this lifetime and in the next as well. Why would God say that unless he knows that there is the possibility that we would lose everything for him? And part of following Jesus 
to truly become a disciple is the willingness to lose everything and still cling to him because jesus has to be realer to us than our realities than our circumstances and unfortunately in this world of political correctness even within the church yeah. it's very hard to say things like this but i've come to understand that the the true christianity is not just the christianity of come to jesus and your life will be good no it is the christianity of even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of mm-hmm. death i will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me that you prepare a table for me in That's the so presence good. of my yeah. enemies it's not by accident that he said in the presence of my enemies if you look at the psalms they are almost a meditation on trouble mm. and sorrow all through David is going and you know there are many writers of the Psalms not just David you have some that are written by Moses and some different people but they are almost all about adversity because much of this life this broken world this broken existence we live is lived in adversity and struggle and turmoil and unfortunately we have to be honest as long as people refuse to live their lives in communion with with God things like this will continue to happen. I used to be of the notion that um um that people are inherently good. However, I've come to see that that's mm-hmm. a lie. What is inherently good in people is the seed of God yeah. in them. That is what makes you is capable of good. However, when we observe people, even when you observe little children, toddlers, if you observe children playing together you see that human beings are as as much as we have the seed of god in us that sin nature is very real and we are capable of much devastation and wickedness mm-hmm. i was telling some people that i don't believe that people can be truly good without god yeah. why because the only good being is god the and he must define what good is the only he's the only one that determines what is good god. is human beings don't exactly yeah you know why yesterday i was watching a video um from cnn it was a clip and the person there was a lady that was asking why you know the the world leaders have not shown solidarity to nigeria in the same way that they did when um the um what was the name of the church in 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 paris that got burned oh, down not and, and yeah, that. Yeah. the notre dame yeah. yes thank you when it got burnt and people were marching and world leaders were sending their condolences including our african mm. leaders and the american guy replied and said it's unfortunate but this is not a priority for us he said it black african lives are not a priority and it's the truth it it's not a priority for people because people define good based on what is good for yeah. them if it serves me yeah. if it serves my people if it serves my agenda if it serves my outcomes if it serves my interests those of me those of my household those of my countrymen that is what is good for me so even people often talk about how there's no truly altruistic deed because even the people that are philanthropists they had they are getting something out of it 
recently someone told me that a lot of corporate corporate social responsibility that's done is because of tax rebates so you see that people really people rarely do things that are truly good without any other intention however people are also capable of doing great good without getting anything back by the spirit Mm -hmm. of god Mm-hmm. now it's not everybody that does good by the spirit of god that is a believer yeah. because the holy spirit can and does come upon people and cause them to do great good however i refuse to accept and anybody that wants to drag me for this i'm so sorry guys no vex this is just my belief you can believe what you believe but i truly believe that it is the holy spirit that can lead people to doing good now this is for why bad things happen even to good people and why bad things happen even when we have prayed and all of that also we do not know what god has prevented even when we see great evil in front of us i do not believe it's by any accident that we had the covid19 lockdown and all of us were forced in and there was a great return to prayer in the church in nigeria a lot of us were praying more than we've ever prayed in our lives at least i i belong to several christian communities and i know that the theme for the year seemed to have been prayer i apologize for any background noise that you might hear guys but the theme seemed to be prayer and that was the only word that god personally gave me for the entire year 31st of December, I was in the village. I was in the Catholic church that my father and my family attend when we're in the village. And that was literally all I heard. The priest was speaking in Igbo, which I barely understood, but it was a lit service because we're praising God. And I just heard God talk about, you need to steward prayer in 2020. And he gave me three different things all about prayer. And that was it. (laughs) That was literally all God gave me as instruction for the year nothing else no scripture nothing he just said pray that was it and if i wanted a scripture pray without ceasing that's literally it and i don't think it's accidental that even as we're praying more than we ever have we're seeing the nation shaking guys i don't want us to be ignorant of the fact that god has been speaking concerning nigeria for years and this is the fortunately the office of the prophet in the church and that is the global church has been reduced to derision over the past 20 years such that now we have a really warped view of what a prophet is we think of some strange woman that's standing by the water with a bell and candles washing people's head in the river and saying hey Elijah, hey Elijah. It's, it's really not all that spooky stuff. yeah the bible says the last days i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh you will dream dreams you have vision you the word of god is not scarce these are not the days of the of the judges when the word of god was scarce these days the word of god oh yakpa he's speaking and he's speaking clearly to his children even and by children i mean even little babes i'm talking about five four three two year olds are speaking the word of god that god is speaking to them they are hearing god clearly so the word of god is not scarce but unfortunately because we've come into a church that is led by mostly pastors without giving room for the 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 move of the full fivefold ministry where we've we've neglected the apostles apart from people who are apostle in name alone and not indeed 
we've left the prophets behind and pushed them out of church because they often say things that we don't want to hear we, we, we barely do any real evangelism so the evangelists we've kind of kicked them aside so apart from when we do conferences that boost our own name i don't i don't even know why i'm talking like this i typically do not i don't do dragging i don't i'm not one of those who that drag people but i i feel like this is something we need to hear and what we have now is a church even the teachers we barely have we have mostly pastor-led churches and you know pastoral care is important but it's not all we need for the equipping of the bride so because we have not paid attention to the prophetic over the past few decades people do not understand the importance of warring with and watching over prophecies the reason people are so shaken apart from what has happened but like in their time of sitting down the reason why the automatic response is god where are you why are you doing all this we've prayed to you you don't answer is because they did not pay attention to prophetic word of god if you've been paying attention even online people have been releasing prophecies almost daily hourly people are repeating i mean for the past few months i've been praying with this ministry cave adela and they've been praying for nigeria for a very long time for years now and they've been praying with the prophecy of pa elton concerning nigeria and it's a prophecy that nigeria would be known as a righteous nation there are other parts of it but that's the cocoa of the oro and all of these things that were seen they were prophesied yeah. so we should not be shaken because god says he will always do what he has spoken in Isaiah 55 verse 11 he says my word which has gone out of my mouth will not return to me void but it shall accomplish the very purpose for which I sent it out brothers and sisters in Christ I know this might sound like a very harsh admonishing word uh, to say or, or, or my words might sound very very harsh and insensitive and I apologize if you know me as a person you know that I'm a very loving person and I do not um I typically do not say harsh things to people but the truth is we need to come up higher this is a time of sonship and sonship is about responsibility and god is birthing a nation in nigeria we've seen it is all over the place you only have to look to see it i can we can send links and links of of things that people people are cataloging the prophecies concerning nigeria because there are so many there are so many like on a daily basis and if you are praying in the spirit and you are listening to God, God will give you prophecies too. Like I, I, I was not looking for anything. God still gave me a word last night as we were praying. It, it's crazy how it's just coming. So God's word is not far. And God is not far from his people. He said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Mm-hmm. So if we would actually just humble ourselves and turn to him, even in the midst of our pain but not turn to him in anger and in pride that god we ask you for this and this is what you gave us no let us come with him with humility and saying father i don't understand father i don't understand you said this is what would happen but what is going on father i trust that you are too faithful to fail us show us what is really going on and god will open up and though the circumstances kids guys truly a new nation is emerging a new nigeria an emmanuel nation a nation where god is with us and the whole earth will know that god is with nigeria that he has never left us and he's never going to leave us 
that nation is being birthed right now but we have to war with the word of god we have to war with the word of god scriptures help us understand that the word of god is jesus jesus is the word personified so when we war with the word of god the spoken word of god the rima word of god the logos word of god what we are doing is we are going to battle with jesus who is our great commander our high priest our great intercessor he is the victorious one and the 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 bible says that when he goes to battle the sword that he uses to cut down the enemy it comes from his mouth so it is still the word of god that cuts down the enemy he's strategic even in our morning we must be strategic yeah if you look at how jesus himself mourned his friend we understand that there is a way to mourn with, with with the holy spirit when he got to the tomb of Lazarus when Mary and Martha were distraught and say master if you had come this would not have happened and i really believe we are in that moment yeah. of saying father if you had been here this, this would not have happened yeah. and he told them he cried with them oh yeah he cried. he cried when he saw Mary breaking down he cried again and again he wept bitterly and then he told them see move aside that's this it. thing is not on earth mhm roll the stone open and people were looking at him like baba don't they crazy <laughs> he not even answered them roll the stone and he called lazarus comfort and i truly believe by the holy spirit that we are in a lazarus comfort moment for nigeria that out of the seething ashes and the rubble of our nation a new nation a greater nation is emerging the nation that god always intended yeah. to come forth from this nation is emerging right now a holy nation a righteous nation a nation that is forged in the flames of fire that has been purified by the word of god washed with the water of the word is rising a nation that cannot be killed do you know that when uh, the the pharisees heard about the the resurrection of lazarus and how everybody was believing in jesus because of what happened they tried to kill lazarus again but they did not succeed instead they killed our lord and savior because he took the death of all of us so that we can have life and have it more abundantly guys i don't want us to be ignorant of what god is doing even as the bible wants us to not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy it's good that we know what is going on yeah. more importantly yeah. let us know what our father is saying and doing we know that we are in the lord's army and we this world is a battlefield so let us always move with the instructions from the commander it's so important what we are saying and what we are hearing in this time let's not use our own mouths to go against what god is doing mm-hmm. please it's so important and I, you know I, I i i i normally i would just say i'm so sorry i'm saying all of this but i feel like i don't need to apologize because i believe this is what the holy spirit will have me say you know man i prayed before we started this thing <laughs> and we asked the holy spirit to take control so i don't even know why i'm saying what i'm saying guys but i believe that this is what the lord will have us say and i think this is more a message for the body of christ yep doesn't <laughs> believe so if you're yeah. listening to this and not a believer in Jesus Christ please we we understand how you are feeling you know you might not understand what we're saying but let's not let let's not deceive you this message is not really for you this is a message to the body of Christ this podcast is for the body of Christ 
we would encourage you that if you if if you are pricked by these words the holy spirit is speaking to you is asking you to surrender your life to christ please get in contact with us but please understand that we are not coming for you you are not the one that we are dragging we are speaking to our brothers and sisters in christ they are the ones who need hear this encouragement yeah i need to know that god is still in control i'm gonna stop you know it's interesting that you said this message because as you were talking a lot of things were happening in my head and in my mind and one of them was you know initially before we started this we prayed that there was initially a why i felt like was the appropriate uh, title for this and then as we were talking yeah i heard no, this is a message. <laughs> this is not what you thought it was going to be. This is a message. Right. And then I was reminded of something that God has been um, talking to me about for a while now, but I was able to pinpoint it to a particular time. And it's crazy hmm. how difficult things happen to us and to the natural man, those difficult things are just supposed to just wreck us and destroy us. Hmm. But God always does something amazing with those difficult times, with those challenging times. That for the natural person, it can break you. Trust me. If you don't have God, I don't know how you are doing this. Because the only reason why I can move around and have somewhat of a smile on my face in the midst of all of this tragedy is God. Because I know that there is God. And because of that, we are But um, mm-hmm. one thing that has been on my mind lately is, is intercession. Or more, more importantly, self is the need for more believers to be intercessors. So it's interesting how you were talking mm-hmm. about you know, the fivefold ministry and what the church should be and what it has been. But another thing that God has been talking to me about is for all of us to become intercessors and for us to. Yes. So people could that need people that would dissect the history of the church and talk about you know Pentecostalism and how prosperity gospel entered the church and why it entered the church and all of that. But that's and how we got to a point where everybody's preaching money and this message of mm. once you have god then you have your cars your wife your children like life is basically good and yeah that is an incomplete message you know mm-hmm. while god wants us to be good and comfortable but there is more to it you can't just be good and comfortable and everyone else is funny and this everywhere every every everyone everything else is going to hell and you're fine and you think that that's it god, god wanted for you that's not true so lately he's been talking to mm-hmm. me about us being intercessors not just praying because a lot of us a lot of us have died like our parents their generation a lot of people me 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 prayers praying um yeah prayers like praise god help me god give me a job if you even remember mm-hmm. god give my family my, my neighbors but that mm-hmm. is it it's just you and your yard finished and that's not enough. Yeah. Like God, I feel like lately or recently or whatever, God has really been encouraging us to start to pray. Even lately, God was just, uh, I had to even apologize because there have been times where us will not pray for Nigeria except the church, maybe on Independence Day, pastors will say, yeah, let's pray for Nigeria. Then we'll just mutter a few words. But lately, God has been like, you can't just pray for yourself and your family and that's it and it's also before this yeah. he was getting me to he was before this happened before i got to intercession part actually he was teaching me and getting me to a place of realizing that once i have him i'm good and because i'm good mm. my family is good and so i have yeah. no need 
to start praying as much for myself and my family now it's for me to because i am covered if i can get he has been getting into that mentality of because you are good don't worry just be thanking me now pray pray for souls pray for the country pray for the world and i think that that just now as you were talking the host was able to help me to get to the point i realized i wasn't even i'm thinking that it's just now this intercession thing for me started i would say 2000 least 20 2000 and was it 19 2019 Hmm. and i'm just now connecting the dots so and it's interesting that it was also in a place of tragedy and challenge that that happened and that now this is happening Uh, so 2019 i think was early 2019 yeah it was early 2019 um was i think ending of january I got kidnapped by ritualists. Now, the natural person, this is already a terrible story. There's no redemption from this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this this is the end. But in the midst of that, and I've said this before, but in the midst of that, there was a time where I decided to stop being a natural human being and turn to invite the Holy Spirit into um, the situation. And in yeah. that moment, I started to, it was like I felt God's heart. And it was interesting because as soon as, it, as as soon as I invited God into the situation, before the, before that it was oh God Jesus, you know know how it is now. You're in trouble, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, because yeah, just that that like default setting. But as soon as I invited mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit into it, I kid you not, my mouth started moving, but it was no longer about me. My mouth was praying mm-hmm. about the kidnappers. My mouth was praying mm-hmm. for the other people because they said they at some point they said they were going to release me. But it took a while before they released, actually released. But they said that they were going to, that they had found someone else that they were going to replace me with. So I found my mouth praying for that person that they had found that God would save her. Like, I was so interesting because as this was happening out of my mouth, inside me, I was fighting God. I was like, what nonsense? Yeah. I pray, I, I invited into the situation. So you do Nollywood film, you open doors, throw me out. Like, you understand? Like, there will be, like, mm-hmm. not how that testimony will make sense in church. Like, as soon as I called the Holy Spirit, it just, this happened. And there was an earthquake. You know? And then the house just stopped. And then angel came down. You know, like, I thought it was going to be something like that. But instead, yeah. I found myself interceding for the people that were going that had done me harm and were saying they were going to do me harm and do other people harm and then i was like god what is this This makes no sense like why like i'm still in this situation like you know you would think that is when you get out of it that god now so yeah now pray is a lie i am in the situation yeah. god is saying pray and lead, and it's just interesting that we are in this situation and god is saying intercede and thank me yeah just like that so i'm like this makes no sense and in that moment he starts to i start to feel his heart and he reminds me that these mm. people are also his children and these people yeah. a lot of times they are doing things not they are doing things based on their understanding like what they know mm-hmm. at the time because you hear stories of lately you hear stories of people paying these these dogs one five to go and disrupt protest and they are literally yeah. selling like People are fighting for you and for the rest of us to have a life, but you they are they just bought you with one fight. But it's because they mm-hmm. don't know better. If they did, they would yeah. reject the money. So it would do better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. The host just helped me connect though that since then 
God has been on my case and I'm the church in general to to be intercessors. We we've gotten to a point where mm-hmm. our prayers are just us. We want God. You know, especially with the pandemic, everybody was like, God, I need a job. God, you know, I need a car. Mm-hmm. God, I need husband. Like, and those are not bad prayers, but God wants us to get to a point where we're like, because I am in God, I'm gov- I'm covered, I'm good. Now let me start praying. Yeah. I'm not covered. Let me start praying yeah. for yeah. Start praying for my mission. Let me start praying for the world. Let yeah. me let me stop. We this is really a message to the, to the body because we have to get <laughs> to a point where it's not just me. It's now the 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 mad person I see on the road because I saw I you know people went mm-hmm. on prayer walks and people were literally yeah and people got healed people got healed but that wouldn't happen if we did not take the focus of ourselves that yeah. wouldn't happen if we, we were only praying God I need a job God I need a better you know mm-hmm. basically before I continue <laughs> on and continue wrapping one day basically God has just been God is and calling us to get to a point where we are so sure secure in him that we are now like okay who else can i help <laughs> when you wake up you're yeah. like okay god what do i do today what do you want me to do today because that's mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. what we are we think that yeah we were born into a church that taught us that you know being a christian is once you get once you become a Christian, now it's just for you to chill and relax and enjoy. And it's interesting how initially and we started <laughs> Yeah, and go to heaven. Interesting how initially started with, you know, we would have tribulation. But actually what God is teaching us now, what God wants us wants for us now is to pray for other people, to intercede, to constantly intercede for other people. Like our prayer is enough with the we are <laughs> generations and our parents generation and us we have prayed enough we are good we have good mm-hmm. we are fine but what about the nation like is this is just really interesting because yeah. i'm actually telling on myself because lately god has just been like in him and me to have been like okay god i'm sorry I, i've literally been repenting of all the times that i ate prompting or just refused to know or i just maybe did not do enough when it came to praying for the nation and yeah yeah so now god is calling us especially now yeah i'm moving forward because the intercession uh, how do i explain like now it's just about the future and Mm -hmm. but also not just there's a kind of prayer that god has been teaching me about where is yeah it's about praying from a place of victory not praying mm. from a place of fear like oh god mm-hmm. i feel this terrible life so good like that's like pray you're seeing if your physical eyes are seeing what's happening but you're like somehow ignoring what is happening i'm praying from okay i know who's i am i know who is there i know that he's not shaking i know that he's not taking away so i'm going to pray as if he has already done it yeah i'm going to pray and, and then I'm praying, I'm going to be asking him to show me what is going to happen. And then I'll be praying like that, like this is my reality right now. Even though yeah. my physical yeah. reality is saying otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you made such an excellent point. Um, and thank you for bringing up intercession, you know. 
um i think that is definitely where we are heading as a church and by church i mean the ecclesia the called out ones the body of christ particularly in nigeria i don't think it's by accident that we saw prayer works bringing up all and catching like wildfire yeah all across this nation the places that we did not expect even in the places that we the southern christians had forgotten about we saw people coming out in their masses to pray for this nation and what i've seen in recent times is you know we've been hearing warnings about god wanting us to stop doing christianity inside a building yeah. how this covid was meant to take us out of the building you know how we need to stop the church is not about the building 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 and if you look at the early church their christianity was lived out on the streets in the temples in the marketplaces at the ports at the docks you know in the houses of the gov um, the the government officials it was everywhere and i feel like this is what god is previewing for us a christianity that's on the streets you know when is when was the last time that we had a service outside outside yeah before sunday where you know at toll gate they had mass you know um on sunday morning yeah. at alausa they had a service outside in front of the government house when was the last time that we actually had you know as as one body not denominational yeah and uh, my <laughs> glory international ministries is mm. now having mm. <laughs> so we are going to the park and we're going to sit down there and do a love feast yeah or today is evangelism day so we're going to preach in our little area that is around our church and you know we're going to select the people that we're going to give tracks to mm-hmm. and after that go and have a nice lunch and we say wow we have done it we have really worked god you know when like it's so amazing now we we see people and you know the people that we are seeing now is not the people that we expected <laughs> i remember as a right <laughs> you were us with their leaders because why are you people not talking mm. however i don't blame those leaders neither do i have any bad words for them because i believe that god is doing something organic and he has raised up a joshua generation mm-hmm. however we know that joshua and moses they worked together for together. the victory yeah. of israel yet it was the joshua generation that saw the promised land yeah i think even as youth in christ that god is raising right now let us stop this reliance or, or should i call it over reliance on our fathers to do the work that we are called to do this is our time our fathers our parents they have done their own work they've run their point to pick up our swords pick up our spears lift up the shield of faith and move if we are really calling this forth you know this movement of the church because you know it's been a long time we've all been using it oh the church is a movement uh-huh. is not an organization it is now that we are literally seeing a movement that is not formed by human hands or human intelligence a movement by god where people are taking to the streets and declaring the name of god healing the sick preaching to people seeing restoration taking 
the glory of God into the midst of the chaos of the nation, where we are literally being salt and light, where we are going to the bitterness and we are pouring salt in the midst of the protest and the anger and the sorrow and the pain and the affliction of the country, literally pouring. This is now that we know what it means for us to light a candle and not hide it under a bushel, mm-hmm. but to set it on a hill. You know, we like to bless ourselves and say we are a city set on a hill. Our light cannot be hidden, but yet we congregate. All the light will pass together <laughs> inside one small place or inside one big place. And we'll yeah. say, wow, we are the light of the world. We are we a are light inside, the and then there's darkness everywhere, darkness but we are a light inside, inside the building. Outside. Mm-hmm. Your light, Eb. I think that we are coming to that point. And intercession is part of it because intercession is what will birth the nation. Um, I'm reminded of when when um Jesus was born and he was taken to the temple. There was Anna the prophetess and there was Simeon, and both of them they had been in the temple praying, prophesying, worshipping, waiting so that they would see the the, the child be born. There, there must always be people that stay in the place of prayer to steward the birth excuse me the birth of what God is doing at any particular time and you know I remember when I started to I would say intercede I didn't really know what I was doing I just thought me I like to pray so I'll pray and then you know my uncle started talking about you need to pray for the salvation of your friends so I started to pray for the salvation of my friends. I had a prayer list from last year. I added more people this year. And then, you know, my friend Simi called on us and she she had a scripture that God had been highlighting to me, which was Isaiah 62 verse 7. And it says, See, I have set watchmen upon your walls. You who call upon the name of the Lord, give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the nations. That's a paraphrase, not the exact thing it says. And I was like, oh, intercessors. You know, I had a very warped view of what intercessors was. I used to think of oh, those prayer warriors that stay yeah. at the back of church. Mm-hmm. And then they pray while the service is on, especially mm-hmm. when there's a special conference. Yeah. You know, so that no demon will at the church and pervert what God is doing. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, this sounds cool. God has been telling me to pray. So I'm just going to do it. And you know, you know, God instructed her that before we started, we should look at it and all of that. And after I looked at it and what we're doing, it, I said, oh my God, I'm an intercessor. I'm grace for this and all of that. But I'm starting to see that God is correcting that. Like you said, we are all called to be intercessors. Yeah. Just as this is the day when we are all supposed to walk in the fullness of the fivefold ministry. We are supposed to exhibit the fullness of the life of Christ. It's not about the office of the intercessor, you know, or the office yeah, of anything. Yeah. I, I, you see, uh, we are really, thank, I'm so grateful that we prayed that prayer because as you are saying, things are just happening in my head. Because when you said to talk about um, people, the, the Moses and Joshua generation and people re- over-relying on the Moses generation, for so long, uh, us young people, we have gotten away with uh, you know, people will say, oh, the only way I made is my father's prayer. Or the only way I made is my mother's prayer. Like, that was that. And then we'll sweet it. And we'll be feeling fly. And we've gotten yeah. by. We've, we've gotten by for so long on, you know, oh, my father is praying. praying. Mm-hmm. Trust me, when my dad does alive, life, I go to his house, eh, I'm not praying like that. Because I know that 
the guy is praying but lately god has been calling us to this this is just so interesting there's this responsibility because it's interesting how you know the people that stay this prayer work are not things that have been happening online they are not the people that you expect they are At not all. the most obvious choices and that is proof that god is calling every single one of us to yeah. wake up it's not enough for us just be under an umbrella and we're like oh yes pastor said or you know mm-hmm. papa said mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. god is waking up a church you know like right now god is rebirthing nigeria god is also doing that yeah. in his church where yes, every single yes. person is born in every single mm-hmm. person is responsible is is owning yeah is owning to how do i put it is taking up the responsibility of whatever that he has told them to it's not enough for us to just collectively look up to one person Mm-mm, that generation has gone <laughs> that, i'm so sorry to, really, to be the bearer of bad news but that generation has gone now is a time where god is calling every single one of us it's not enough for us to say oh my at least my, i trust my mother she's praying for me prayer where god is calling you to be a prayer warrior god is calling you to be an intercessor <laughs> and more than that he's calling us to do the things that he has told us to do and yeah. there is just but uh i <laughs> funny but accurate description of you know who we used to be and who is calling us to be i put out something on on twitter that oh why is it that i'm only seeing guys there's only guys that have um accountability groups or like um uh i forgot what it was called but like just not on twitter that oh i'm only seeing that they can you know do life with people and be honest with people and people that they are praying with and like really doing life with i don't remember what to what i termed it as on the thing and i put that out mm-hmm. outsourcing <laughs> i put that as a joke and then outsourcing responsibility for whoever to start the thing to start for me to join yeah. you understand like that was mm-hmm. like that i that was it and then people out of nowhere started start um uh responding oh i'm interested oh i'm interested oh, and i'm like oh god no oh god no no i said the mouth aside had a panic attack like no god this was not the intention no now no god don't do this to me now you safe you know that no now you safe you guy you know that i was joking but like the rest so overwhelming it wasn't just people responding on the thing. People started to enter my DM. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. And so it was literally like I had no place to hide. I legit yeah. had to do this thing. I'm like, but anyway, long story short. <laughs> and so, but basically, that's a lot of, a lot of the, that's, that's who we used to be. We would mm. have an idea, we'll take it to the pastor. Or we'll take it to mm. someone that we feel is more suited and then yeah. you, the devil will now use our head and tell us that you you that you you did this thing yesterday i busy you like you're not what did you go and sit down one place so not only were we outsourcing it to to the Moses generation we we're also allowing the devil to use our head and tell us that we are not worthy and sometimes yeah. you, the devil was even using, using the Moses generation by making them feel like we are too young you know, mm-hmm. maybe you still need to grow up small. You still need to, there's this extra foundation class you need to do mm-hmm. to get to a point of being able to um, take on this responsibility that God is calling you to. 
But it's so it's interesting when you talk about this. Uh-huh. Go on, go on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Meanwhile, yeah. oh, um, Timothy, sorry. When Timothy was leading how many churches, big churches, like, and by big, I mean large numbers of people that he was overseeing and discipling, he was just about 21, I think, or less than. That was why Paul wrote to him and said, don't let any man despise your age. Mm. So it is unscriptural for us to tell people that they are too young. Most of the disciples, when they started following Jesus, they were young men. They were young men. Most of them weren't old. Jesus himself, by the time he was done with his earthly ministry, he was just 33. Uh That is what my parents call a small boy. Let's not lie. A a 33-year-old is a very young man Uh in the grand scheme. They are very started now. It's just starting now. They will say you are at the beginning of your life. Have mm-hmm. we seen people that die in their thirties and they say, "Oh my God, But God, Jesus was done at thirty-three. He was done. Twelve years old. He was already breaking down scripture with people. Mm-hmm. So the concept of too young, it doesn't, it doesn't really apply in this our kingdom, and we need to throw it out. And that thing you you said, you know of. <laughs> Of uh, you have an idea, you think that um, <laughs> actually it's for the more spiritual people, you know, the people that they have read the Bible in Greek and Hebrew and, mm-hmm. and they can understand mm-hmm. everything you, you know, those things are a lie of the devil. One, mm-hmm. because you don't have they, those people, like our parents would say, they don't have two heads, they don't have two heads, the so person, my dear. It's the same Holy Spirit that you have that they also have. You too, apply yourself. You too, you feel read Hebrew, Greek, all of that. You can do it. That's number one. Number two, there is no such thing as someone being more qualified than you to do the thing that God has told you to do. If you have seen a problem, it's not until God says, Thus says the Lord. Yeah. I want you to start an accountability <laughs> group for women. The fact that you saw a gap that I yeah. no group that was the holy spirit telling you okay you need to do something about it there's something that i started recently it's called the i have project anyone that follows me on instagram has seen that i've been putting yep yep we have seen and and i always tag me and i got a lot of dms of people asking me what it meant eventually i had to publish it and put it now it's on my stories and um, my highlights on my page yeah as interesting look it up it's a derivative of the word ahava look it up but the point was i remember how that thing started it was literally i had listened to a podcast me i'm a romantic i love love as in i'm a lover of love stories i know they hide them and i know they shame for them and i listened to this podcast it was about a muslim girl and her arranged marriage and i was like this is so refreshing you know now she's not a christian um they weren't using christian principles however they were using a lot of principles that actually were in line with scripture and yeah. there was a, it, there was just a refreshing cleanness to the story and and a sense of what people would call naivete and innocence to the whole story of you know marrying somebody that you never really dated and how you know literally your in quotes first boyfriend is your husband even though you never really had a boyfriend mm-hmm. and how it's so different from the stories that um 
Hollywood just shoves down our throat. Yeah. And how the king in our kingdom it, it, it's also very different from from that and i, I remember I, when i i shared it as one of the interesting things i listened to that week and then yeah, I, so- I said we need to share stories as believers exactly we need to share more of our love stories and i asked people to send me their love stories and it just came as a as, as a matter of fact please send me your love stories and it, from there on, God started to speak to me about it. And it became the I Have Project, which is going to be launched very soon by the grace of God. More on that when it launches. But it, it literally came up like that. And recently, I've seen that the way that the Holy Spirit is speaking these days is not in the grand announcements. Yeah. You know, it's not Ninja will not land on your, on your roof open your door. Like the, like the <laughs> The, yeah. the roof will open up scream, my lord god why is me I am undone <laughs> like it could be like that for you and that's wonderful but it's not always like that it's more likely that you have what you call a bright idea that you know mm, this idea is a bit too good to come from me or god will just help you and trap yourself help you trap yeah. yourself like yeah. you, name to trap <laughs> you know or he 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 will help you. He will make sure that you are the only one that can spot a problem where everybody doesn't see the problem. Exactly. You you'll be the one to spot the problem it. because you are the solution. And you, and you will just it. yeah yeah. Honestly, I think my friends are tired of me talking about kingdom marriage, kingdom marriage, kingdom parenting, kingdom family. <laughs> it is like my obsession, and it is it's because that's part of what God has told me to focus on. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody to have yeah. your head. But if God gives you an assignment, and God reminded me when Inek sent me the DM for us to do this thing, God literally said, because I was like, oh, Inek, we have to work out in time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah. yeah. All right time to do what I've told you to do. Now is always the right time. So, please, guys, <laughs> this is a call to personal responsibility yes. within the Church of Christ as believers let us not keep waiting there is no savior that is coming jesus christ has already come and died and you are his representative on earth let it be known that if every single believer on this earth apart from you is is um is wiped out today by some sort of i don't know if they all die or they all rapture today and it's only you that believes in jesus that is here on this earth do you know that you have the sole responsibility for propagating the kingdom of god on earth and now that we are also here, it is your responsibility. It is as much your responsibility if you were the only one as it is now when there is an entire ecclesia for you to work with. Mm-hmm. So let us not let us not delude ourselves into thinking that um, there's somebody that should be doing the work and there are other people who should be benefiting from the work. That is a lie. Whatever your post is, please learn it from God. Receive your instructions. Man your post. Stay at your gates and make sure you guard it well. We are in a battle. This world is a battlefield. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I love how this conversation has gone way beyond Nigeria. Yes. <laughs> it's gone far <laughs> beyond what is going on in Nigeria. Yeah. We wrestle not flesh and blood. Each of us, we know if you are honest with yourself, you know that the first battle front, front is the battlefront of your heart. Yes. where your flesh is constantly warring against the spirit the bible says that the flesh is enmity against the spirit 
but we must be led by the spirit of god so every day that we draw breath we are in a fight it's a fight to the death it's a fight to the death of the flesh is that you you kill the flesh or the flesh kills you so guys we must not even take it lightly when that team says onward christian soldiers it's true it's onward christian soldiers no retreat no surrender we fight to the death of the flesh something you know, must give and be the flesh yeah this morning i had first i had a dream then i had and it's interesting because i think it was yesterday day before yesterday that delphine posted something about lust and how yeah. lust is still yeah. Yeah. in this in this season even without the chaos mm-hmm. And then I had mm-hmm. I had a dream this morning. Well, when I woke up at well, during my sleep, and it was about lust. And then I woke up this morning, and I don't remember when. But I, now, as we we're just talking about flesh, I it just the Holy Spirit reminded me of it because it was an imagery I had in my head of just two. How do I explain it? Like two things. And at mm-hmm. first, they are both. Um, em- both deflated is how I would describe it. But when you start to feed one, that one starts to swell. And yeah. so what I got this morning was in them, if you feed your flesh, your flesh will swell and expel mm-hmm. and your spirit will keep diminishing. But if you feed mm-hmm. the desires of your of your spirit, then your flesh will die. But I think and yeah. that I think that was in response to the the dream because the dream was about lust and, and mm. the dream was about me giving into lust and giving into my flesh mm. and so that imagery was about if you do not give into your flesh and you give into your spirit then that flesh that that loss whatever it is that is your flesh is desiring will continue to die and shrink and shrink and shrink mm. and your spirit continue to magnify and magnify so as you said that instead talk about flesh and and um spirit and all of that that just popped up again in my my head and this has gone mm-hmm. on so much longer than i thought it would i literally thought we just had like a 10 conversation oh. same here we thank god same thank here. the holy spirit because we, we after all we asked him to show up and he showed up and he showed out as he usually does but as um usually. yeah so any last words before we just round up um I think I would say a prayer for everyone's heart. For everyone's heart right now. Father, you see your people. You see your people. You see every single person, Lord. Those who are listening within the borders of Nigeria and those who are listening outside of the borders of Nigeria, you see every heart. You know where it hurts. You see the pain. Father, you are not an unjust God and you are not a callous God. You are not a God that does not care about the sorrows of your people. You said that even in the midst of great turmoil, you would always be present. You said that you are a comforter, that you comfort those who mourn and you are close to the brokenhearted. I pray, Father, for everyone who is mourning right now, that you will bring comfort, O God, that you will fill their hearts with peace, that you will fill them with your divine presence that their hearts will start to beat again with joy and with love and with peace, even in the midst of distress. I pray, oh God, that even as you have corrected us, oh God, with your words, 
that you will always draw us close and help us to realize that it is who the father loves that he chastises Mm -hmm. help us to always be led by your spirit and not by the flesh father for any one of us who is in active disobedience lord we ask that you soften our hearts and lead us back to obedience to you god for your word says that it is he who obeys you that loves you father renew love in our hearts for you father let us get to the point where we truly wake up and say father what is on your mind today jesus how can i make you smile jesus what do you have for us to do today how can i partner with you to bring your heaven and your kingdom down onto earth today lord help us to become help us to become help us to become the very image of christ help us to behold you and become let our focus not be on our circumstances but let it be on you god father we pray for the new nigeria that is being birthed it will not be aborted it will not be terminated it will not be delivered as a stillbirth oh god but it will be a healthy child Amen. just as moses and um and jesus were about to be birthed and it was great tribulation yet you delivered them safely and you covered them we ask him that you shield the new nigeria that you are birthing that you shield the new church that is being birthed the warrior bride of christ that is arising lord that you cover every single one of us lord and we pray father that you tune our ears to the voice of the spirit that we will hear you we will obey you we will stand at our posts we will man our places we will not be found wanting oh god our strength will not fail us in the day of adversity but we will draw strength from you you said that you will renew our strength so that we can mount up with eagle wings and soar lord god we are asking that you renew our strength as the body of christ in nigeria and as the nation of nigeria let the super eagle begin to soar again in jesus name amen amen okay um thank you for that i think that prayer has covered most of what i was going to say anyways so i think <laughs> i thank good for that and i'm just going to say in addition to the prayer and everything that we've said um please guard your hearts guard your focus yeah i know that there is so much happening physically there's so much loss and yeah. death and physically but there's also so much happening spiritually so yeah. please let us keep our eyes on the person that we say we are doing life with good and yeah. please turn to him also comfort because natural people turn to other things they, they turn to music and and books and none of these things are bad in itself but for mm-hmm. us we always have to turn our eyes to god because yeah. we have a comforter living inside the works we just need to call on him yeah and god is so real god is not that mm-hmm. abstract being god is not that far away in heaven or in disguise guy he's literally inside of him and he feels your pain he feels our pain and yeah and so because he feels our pain he he i can say that he's the only one that can help you help us deal with it the best way not drugs not not alcohol not anything to numb it he's the only one that can really comfort us and help us with our pain 
and so yeah. i'm going to and then yeah just and this all started with hope but yeah just to first remember that god is not god is not surprised and because he's not surprised yeah. then we have that confidence that assurance that we are not making a mistake in who we are partnering with and that god is going to help us through it and yeah. to end this i'm going to close by reading i've never done this so this should be interesting but um reading or encouraging us to read psalm 57 and you know you talked about earlier and i was just like god this is such an aligning like this place is really one um because mm. today was psalms 57 but um especially the uh tpt passion translation that really spoke to me this morning and i've been sharing it everywhere and i just if you can read the whole thing from 57.1 to 11, please do because it's so good. But I think I'm just going to highlight um, from 6 and I probably, I don't know where I'll stop, but we'll see what happens. Um, verse 6 says, For they have set a trap for me. Frantic fear has me overwhelmed. But look, the very trap they set for me has sprung shot upon themselves instead of me like after that it just ends with praise and i I like how david always does that thing like people think that sometimes being a christian isn't acknowledging what is happening physically but that's not it you acknowledge it but then there is a and or there is a but because you're like this is like there is this but there is more to it to this because there is good yeah and so it end, I'll just move straight to 10 and say 10 which says your love is so extravagant in reaches to the heavens your faithfulness so astonishing it stretches to the sky Lord God be exalted as you saw throughout the heavens may your shining glory be shown in the skies let it be seen high above the earth like, I, I just read that this morning I was just like whew it's the way you just read the word. It's not as if you've not, you not seen it before, but somehow, sometimes, verse or chapter, and it just grips you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, please, let's just keep our focus on God. He's, he's, he has already gotten us through this. I was going to say he's getting us, but he has already gotten us through this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Che, for joining Thanks. me. God bless this. you. Because... Yeah, I couldn't have done this by myself. <laughs> Thank you, Holy <laughs> Spirit. We could not have done this without you. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope this blesses you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Bye. Bye.